and welcome into See You Next Tuesday. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have a guest. I have, I think, the most beautiful person that I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I have the wonderful Miss Kenna. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi, Katie. I hope you're good. Oh, my God. You have finally been unjailed from Twitter. How does it feel? How the hell did you get your Dude. back? Okay, 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 okay. I know that probably nobody cares about this anymore, but I am going to speak about it. So I I, I missed you. <laughs> my phone was like, eh, RIP, and I had to a factory erase everything. So I lost all of it. And I did not expect to lose my Twitter because I did not know my password. You know, there's just, there's so many, it's hard to remember all remember of them. That shit. And they're all saved into my, or were saved into my keychain, but there was an iCloud mix up, which is why my phone died. I turned on iCloud to back everything up because I was going to get a new phone and my phone couldn't do it. And it died. So that's really what happened. So the only thing that my iCloud saved was my contacts and my photos. Like great, grateful to have some stuff, but lost all my notes, which was absolutely heartbreaking. I'd actually cry. I would. All all my poetry is gone. I don't like everywhere that I wrote it. I was writing a children's book. It was all in the notes. I don't know why I was writing it in the notes, but it was in the notes. So like I lost so much shit and that is so sad, but it's okay. You know, it's been like two months, maybe a month. I've, I've grieved it and I grieved my Twitter and I, I even had made a new one. Cause I was like, you know, I'm probably they, what happened was I got logged out and I re-downloaded the Twitter. Couldn't log myself back in the email address that I had on file, not a current email, not. A, and this is how I lost my Tumblr because they gave you like a two week thing to verify your Tumblr. And then I didn't do it. And it wasn't an email that was valid. So FML, you'd think I would have learned my lesson. And Twitter kept asking me to verify my phone number. And I was like, why do you need my phone number? I don't want to give you my phone number. So I didn't. And it was a big mistake. And then I was emailing with Twitter. And then they said that uh, you're not going to be able to get it back because you have to log into that email. So they welcomed me to they were like, just make a new one. Have a good time. And I was like, no, I've literally had this since 2009. What? No. And you're verified, which like, it takes a lot to get to there. Like yeah. you've got credibility. You've built a following. That's where right. I think a lot of people from your demographic, the podcast listeners yeah. like, absolutely. What the hell? <laughs> so on my phone, it was like half logged in all the time. I didn't have a profile photo. I couldn't do anything but it was still there. And then it would ask for my password. And every single day I sit on there and I would guess my password until it would tell me that I can't guess it anymore. Cause I was like, I am not giving you up. And I said to my sister last night, when we were talking on the phone, I was like, should I just give up my Twitter and get a new one? And she's like, no, just keep trying. I believe in it. And I was like, okay. So today (laughs) I was like, let me try to do this again. And I somehow put in the right password. And then it said, to verify your account, type in your email address. So I typed in the old email address and it let me back in. So my sister said that they just recently updated the app and she's thinking that whatever they did worked in my favor to where I was able to get back into it. But I'm so happy. (laughs) Oh my God. I missed your, there was like, I I remember before I knew it happened, I was like, she hasn't tweeted in like 24 hours. (laughs) He texted me like, are you okay? I know I missed it. And like Twitter is just like a completely different world than like Instagram or any of that. And it's like a place that I go to and I like to 
see what people are saying and all my silly little memes are on there and I just missed it so much and I am so happy Instagram to have it back. isn't meme country anymore. No, it's like it's not. it's not built like that. Well so in like, the memes oh. that are on there I'm like are you guys okay? Like is this it's Facebook? Like, like what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> oh it is Facebook now. I guess that's why <laughs> that is why. And then when this Will Smith and Chris Rock shit happened, the first place oh that I wanted to go was Twitter and I didn't oh. have it. Well, hey, you came back right on time. I did. We've got I a did. lot to discuss. I did. There's a so lot to discuss. you have a difference of opinion too. Well, I got on Twitter and I saw what you're posting and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. See, I wouldn't, I don't. Okay. So what happened? If you haven't seen it, you live under a rock, but during the Academy Award, the Grammys, the Academy Awards, those the are the same things. Oscar, the Oscars. I think Oscar. Yeah. Oscar. A cat. So during one of the that. award shows, uh, the one with the gold statue, uh, Will Smith, uh, got, well, so Chris Rock made a joke about Jada saying something about GI Joe. She's got alopecia. So it was like a joke on her hair. And we see Will laugh. We see her roll her eyes. And then he walks on stage. Now, Will Smith walked on stage up to Chris Rock. What I was thinking was like, what a funny little bit this is going to be. I wonder what he's going to say when he takes the mic. I thought he was going to take the mic, maybe make a little joke. But he just, he slapped the shit out of this motherfucker. The sound. Mr. Rock, he ate it. He did eat it. He did not flinch. I mean, he was just like, and then the sound went off and then you could see that he was saying something. It cut to Will Smith and he was saying, keep my wife's name out your goddamn mouth. And then the sound came back on and Chris was like, uh, <laughs> poor man could not get it together. But also how could you, you just got fucking slapped during what? Okay. My take yes. on this would be no, not okay. Can't believe they allowed him to sit there for the entire show and then let him make a 10 minute um, acceptance speech where he talked about how God was calling upon him and how peace and love, peace and love leading with love. And we protect, (laughs) we protect. Okay, no, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand how the Academy let this happen. I don't understand why he got a standing ovation for slapping someone. Now, listen, yes, bad joke. It didn't land. It was a little inappropriate, but that's what stand-up comedians do. They make wildly inappropriate. It wasn't that crazy to me. I mean, I don't know. Like, and also G.I. Joe is hot. What? She's G.I. Jane, whatever. What? I don't know. I don't know. Within your tweet said like we love a man who stands up for his woman you can stand up for it but you have to slap him that part yeah so I actually I had a big talk um with my partner this afternoon actually because we both had he had your opinion I had mine and for me at least um okay so something interesting about the situation too which hasn't been put into a lot of context is that Chris Rock has made a lot of disparaging remarks on Jada Smith prior. So A, this okay. could be a buildup situation, mm-hmm. which is what I had, like, re- my first thing when I saw this, I was like, what happened? So I Googled it. And it was just like multiple comments he's made about her from the past because it had just happened. Like I happened to okay. be on Twitter right as people were posting. So I got the past stuff and I was mm-hmm. like, 
oh, like this is a buildup. However, I didn't see that Will had laughed until like this morning. And I like, was he, like, he's laughing. So my, my opinion does differ a little bit. Um, the way I frame it is like, so <laughs> currently I think I might've given you the tea on this situation, but my partner has a very, very, very close friend since like childbirth, essentially neighborhood okay. homeboys who is a raging misogynist, just like, so I, I'm why is he even friends a, with him? Exactly. I'm going to give you a small preface. Um, mm. This guy brags about fingering women so hard they bleed, thinking that's an accomplishment. So this is what we're dealing with here. This man has made a uh, number of disparaging remarks about me, to me, to my friends. And this was prior to when I officially started dating my partner. Um, I did tell him about it, and he says they had a talk. I was never given an apology. I didn't feel like my partner stood up for me accurately. So time moves on. Recently, this friend moved to my hometown and met my abusive ex-boyfriend, sought him out. I found out later on he sought him out, like specifically trying to dig up dirt on me. He did come back to my partner and was like, you look just like him, which wasn't true. Trying to get like a reaction out of my partner. Also, we all have a type. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, these two people couldn't look more like they look. So it was it was a very evident remark trying to get a reaction from him. Um but also came back with disparaging remarks about me and my partner not wanting to start anything, in my opinion, didn't adequately defend me or stand up for me. So when I see Will Smith do this in like, you're like, it's been an ongoing argument, our entire relationship. It's not something I would like, this is essentially another person crossing a boundary. So like, yeah. all I ask is set more boundaries. Um, right. But for it's something that we do laugh about because now I think it's kind of funny and I don't, you know, he's petulant and he's always going to be petulant. And that's kind of how I have to look at it to like move on. Me seeing Will Smith do this, I was like, mm, get on that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if the slap, the slap was extra. I will admit. Like he could have just I like walked up, said staged. something into the mic. See, I don't think it was staged. I didn't think so. And then, okay, so like I still, I'm definitely like 75% not staged and 25 staged because there was this one clip as soon as he walked away after slapping him, he's like smiling like it was a bit. Meanwhile, the Oscars have been like dropping in viewership every year, but I don't think Will Smith is usually the type to kind of partake in that, especially if it's a matter of family. So I do, now it's like, I think there's a more, I don't think when you insult a woman, specifically in a way that she's like particularly affected by in public. I don't think there's an appropriate way, just from my opinion, where you could privately handle the matter, especially when it's a sensitive issue, like a medical um, condition. At the same time, it's like, Mr. Smith, like, like and then my, the, the acceptance speech was funny as fuck though. Like, like I was like, what? <laughs> his eyes looked crazy red when he got up there already and I was like my mans are you okay and then he just immediately started sobbing and I was like sweetie needs his bed and a bottle so like in between the commercial breaks um when the actors are like allowed to kind of interact for those brief few minutes he was approached I think it was by um Denzel Washington yeah. and uh, I think someone else and I forget who and they were comforting him and one of the cameras uh zoomed in on him it was about a two minute clip and he was bawling his eyes out crying. And that's, I guess, when the comments were made, like, the devil will get you at your worst moment. It's like, but was that, or at your highest moment, was that? It didn't have to be his highest moment. Like, you well, know, no, he it's because his, he yeah. was winning an Oscar. And mm. then, you know, he, 
got so caught up in the moment of everything that then he, you know, allowed that to happen, I think is what that comment means. May I, you know, like at your highest moment, it's when, you know, people will try to bring you down, but he brought himself down by slapping that man. (laughs) Now, was it not incredible television? And did I enjoy every moment of it? I ate it up. Oh my God. I I sat here silently because I I was alone and I was like, did that, was it? And then my sister FaceTimed me and she, did he just slap? I was like, he just slapped him across the face. Is and Disney Plus going to keep that deal? It was so hard that I thought that he fucking punched him. But I then I so saw too. the photos of his hand when it was coming back. And I just like, holy actual mother of God. Did you? So here's what makes me think it wasn't staged. America is known for our heavy censorship on live TV. They not only censored um, most of what he was saying to Chris Rock while he was seated, Mm -hmm. they censored what Chris Rock said immediately after, which was Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And that alone, I think is like that kind of, it's, so it's such an egregious like interaction it couldn't possibly be faked like that's because then he was brilliant. like really man and then that's when he <laughs> says really keep my wife's name and people behind him just i i think everybody when was Peter trying Young to literally was like lit, like i was in that and, crowd, I, oh, and that makes me chuckle did oh you see God. the meme of uh her texting and she was like so tom you're never gonna believe what happened <laughs> Andrew Garfield looking down at his phone at Twitter for all the new memes. <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh, and it was so, the only thing that I, cause I put it on cause I was like, this is what adults do. They fold their laundry and we they watch the Emmys. And criticize celebrities. <laughs> right. And my like, God. This is what I'm going to do. Was and this the year? It was so boring. And then they said Lady Gaga's name and I was like, well, I'm locked in now. I gotta <laughs> wait till this bit. And of course she presents the last goddamn award. <laughs> My Christ. But um, it was like really bait. something. And I'm just so happy that I watched it because the other time that something like this happened that I caught live was years ago when Mariah Carey on like whatever new year's eve show she was on she like the mic was live and she like stopped singing and she threw a fit and like we saw it and i was just like that was crazy just reminding me of that it was just one of those moments where you can't believe that it happens but something about it made me so like sad and anxious like i was very sad about it like i i feel like will made himself look absolutely terrible and just because i feel like everyone's always had the Smiths as a family's name in their mouths of like them being this or them being that holding them to the highest like pedestal. Yeah. And then now you're going to go on stage and like slap somebody across the face. And then I've seen so many like people's Instagram stories of just like, you know, he's, he's been my mentor and like, he still is. And like people make mistakes and it's like, yeah, people make mistakes, but like I, in my in all of my minds would never get up and hit anybody else. Like I just, I, that's On a not- platform like that, especially, I do think it was like, so after, after I had the discussion with my partner this morning and now speaking to you, I do think that was like, I think out of pocket, honestly, I do yeah. understand if he, if he grabbed the mic and like used his comedic training as a joke to maybe dig back into Chris Rock and that, be like, exactly. well, she never, she, like, 
that'd be cool. What I'm seeing a lot of, unfortunately, so I'm sure you're kind of aware of like what um, like the Smiths have made public about what they've been going through in their marriage and with their mm-hmm. family. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're just people essentially criticizing on their lives and yeah. like, we'll never know what their day to day is like. At the same time, I'm seeing more people being like, they should have joked about him being a cuck and like all this stuff about like the intricacies of a relationship that not a single one of us will ever understand. And I think it's almost dehumanizing in a way because we do all have our moments. Like I've Mm -hmm. watched a lot of fights in middle school and high school. And I, you know, I would say this had more decorum than any street fight. At the same time, I think the time and place was a little off. And I think it could have been, I think he could have said the same things he said and it would have been like, Kind fine. of funny in a way. If and he had fine. just screamed from his seat, keep my right. wife's name out your mouth, that would have been fine. But I it think was pushing the slap the att- for me. And as as harsh as the joke was and how poorly it like came out um, mm-hmm. and mis- misdirected too, because like, I think like a rule of thumb, I'm no comedian, but I think a rule of thumb for most comedians, something I, I like to see is not seeing marginalized communities or illnesses uh, mm-hmm. specifically targeted because that that's a low blow. The only um, like, if my girl had cancer, fine. I mean, alopecia, I got trichotillomania. If somebody made fun of the fact that I look like a turtle without hair on my head, like, let's just have a laugh. Like, you personally no. think that she was more bothered by Will laughing and then he felt the need to, like, go and make a spectacle of himself mm-hmm. to present to her, like, oh, I wasn't laughing. And maybe he, like, felt this need to defend her out of pride for himself that's something I've been thinking about this morning like I'm seeing these photos of him laughing at the joke it's like huh like your opinion switched up quickly why that I exactly (laughs) I would pay top dollar to hear the conversation in the limo on the way home and to also hear the conversation that they they had over coffee this morning well we're going to hear about it on red table at some (laughs) point and I cannot wait I will I will reopen my Facebook account solely to see it their views are going to go wildly up and then also last night before any of this happened Will posted a TikTok that said like we're you know what let me just look it up so that I don't misquote it but he said something along the lines of like we we're here and we're 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 fucking it up. I don't know. Let me look. Hold on. Will Smith. Here he is. And the it's got 4.4 million views now. Oh me, <laughs> yeah. Me and uh Jada got all dressed up and chose chaos, is what his caption was. And that was before he slapped him. Well, wait, it was 19 hours ago. Is that was that before it happened? I I think I that it was say. though because a lot of this said this don't age well. <laughs> now like certain thing I don't know this is so convoluted like half of me is like maybe like right before was someone like we'll give you 50 mil if you <laughs> Chris Rock. Are they going to come out on like April <laughs> Fools and be like gotcha. Oh but like God. it's a little early for an April Fools moment. I don't know. I mean, I Jared know. Leto is doing Morbius and that comes out April Fool's and I'm still hoping that movie's fake, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe, maybe not to, maybe they're just planning early this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe to get the shock uh, out of everybody, it is uh, to do it early. But yeah, I mean, really crazy, but great I mean, Chris television. Rock handled it relatively well for the situation he was I in. I do like. too, yeah. And I mean, comedians make bad jokes all the time. I don't feel like that one warranted a slap, you know? 
Um, but it was in bad taste, but I also don't think that it was that serious. I don't know. I think he was just, I think homeboy was trying and he just missed the mark. And then the teacher came out with like a new deadline, got on that stage and like went full. I, what, oh my God. ILS. Did you have ILS in like middle school? I think that's what it was called. It was like our disciplinary court. You just sit in the cafeteria quietly. They stare at you like you were a leper. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt watching uh, that last night. <laughs> oh my god, I I was just really shocked. I mean, there's also talk of of him having to return his Oscar. Oh yeah, the Academy's I mean, thinking of like taking it back. But then, like, why sure, didn't you guys just yeah. kick him out? Why did you allow him to what 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 that that that's why I think maybe it's for views. But also, when they hold uh, okay, this is a little wild, but like they hold a black man to this, uh, you know standard of we don't support violence yada yada they tweet that this morning right um congratulations to our oscar winners what about harvey weinstein and roman polanski two very um not polarizing people villains absolute menaces Mm -hmm. to society who have kept harvey weinstein had something like 80 oscars so i read this morning and it's like so we're not taking what are what so what kind of violence is acceptable like right i think in their case they're saying because it happened Mm. on the premises during fucking viewing you know but i mean it's a it's a it's just it's a mess end of the day it's gonna make oscar views for next year go up so i like think and there'll be so many jokes like whoever hosts it it's gonna be so annoying gonna go fucking crazy over this one if i had been at the oscars and if I had won an award, and if I had been on stage, you bet your ass I would have looked him dead in the eye and said, I hope Will does not come up here and slap me. Nobody <laughs> made that joke. I know we were all so shocked, but I really needed to hear it. I needed to hear it out of somebody's mouth, Likely, and I didn't get it. I'd say shocked, but also like, so we've got to remember at the same time we're watching, you know, Will kind of decompress in this very explosive way on stage. He's also a very powerful person. Um, I would be, I would be a little afraid to be honest. That slap looked like it hurt. I would not be able to hold my own. I think, yeah. I mean, you'd be, you'd be a great Oscar speech. Like, oh my I'm god, I'm shocked that, that Chris Rock did not hit the ground with the power that that slap had behind it. I mean, he slapped him to East Jesus and back. Maybe he has like weights in his shoes, like, <laughs> or like those weighted like ankle ankle weights for like light morning runs and walks <laughs> he was oh, prepped dude. he was like i'm not falling on this stage we're not pulling a j-law like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay so then we do basically have the overall consensus that no slap should have happened yeah no like i, okay. I think that was a little much i think the yeah. screaming was appropriate i think Fine. the slap was like 100 but at the same time like i loved watching it i would not i don't think i'd want my partner to slap someone in that situation if he started like being like no like I'd be yeah like, yeah, you'd be like in the great limo. but the second like, that he crosses that line and slaps someone on national television my partner used the word mortifying for jada mm. and i honestly think that was a really good take because yeah like, at all in all of this we still don't know how exactly she feels all we can tell as the viewers are their facial reactions which wills was laughing prior to him seeing his wife like kind of in distress or like not even so distressed more as like disgusted and like not 
happy about it. Um, yeah. you know, I, I feel for her mainly because she's in the middle of all this and I've seen way more hate on her mm-hmm. than will for like what, you know, his actions led to. Yeah. I've seen more hate on her than Chris Rock as well. Like I, out of all of it, it's like, well, Jada's doing this and it's like, we're all people. You know? Yeah. I mean, she was literally just sitting in the audience. She was just, <laughs> that chilling. was all she was doing. <laughs> she said not a word. Jaden Smith after tweeted, that's how we do it. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I was like, yes, sire. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a time. Wow. So this morning, it was absolutely pouring here. And my air conditioner in my car has not worked for like a good six months. And it is warm as fuck now. And I've been absolutely dying while driving. So I called last week and I was like, when can I bring it in? He said, bring it in Monday morning at eight. And I was like, that is very early, but okay. (laughs) So I wake up, it's pouring. I get into my rainy day best because I'm going to walk home from it, go there closed just closed absolutely closed and I thought do I want to call before I go over there I thought why why would I do that why would I do who that calls at eight in the morning <laughs> who, who do, yeah I mean he I have an appointment it's fine and <laughs> just said on the door on a piece of paper in sharpie be back at noon and I was like okie dokes so I called back at around 10 and he answered and he was like hello and I was like hey I had an appointment at 8 30 he's like I'm so sorry I had a doctor's appointment I was like, all right, well, I had a car appointment. Can I take it in? I didn't say that. I was just thinking it. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. can they bring it in? And he was like, yeah, great. So I brought it in. I walked back completely soaking wet. I mean, and I had like an umbrella. My Uggs could feel the water coming in through oh, them. Like, it no. is raining. <clears throat> so I get back and uh, I take my wet clothes off. That sounds more sexy than it needs to be, but ooh. And then I went over to, I heard dripping. Then I went over to my door. My door's dripping. The the guy upstairs said that his door was leaking and he got it fixed, but he didn't. It's just, mm, that's a moment. So that's very wet. It, you know, I'm naked. The door's wet. I mean, oh my goodness. The door's squirting. What a time. <laughs> the door was not squirting this time. It was absolutely squirting last time, but it was just a small drip this time. So honestly, bless for that because it's, uh, you guys can't see us. Katie just did a very interesting, you went small drip. I liked that. <laughs> that, that looks like it feels good. <laughs> Had the two finger and the, you know, the motion. Just a little scoot, scoot, just a little scoopity scoop where it needs to be scooped. Um, and then I'm about to do this podcast and he calls me. Now, keep in mind, I had taken my car in by him to get it looked at because I thought like add a little more Freon. It's just it needs a little more of that cool, cool power. Put that in there. He's like, it's full of Freon, but you're you're something ain't working. And I got to look more into it so that I can see what it'll be, but it might be really expensive. So I just sat on that for two weeks thinking about it. And I was like, okay, well, it's hot. I need to take it in. He calls me, he says that it has fixed itself and that it works and that it is blowing cold air. And I was like, are you sure that it's not because it's cold outside? Because like, it's been wildly hot in that car. And I, to be fair though, I have not tried to use the air in a long time because it hasn't worked. Just stop working on like a random Tuesday. Um, and I was like, are you positive? 
And he was like, yeah, because I, I scanned the thing again. And now whatever wasn't working last time is working. So you mean to tell me that my car fixed itself? You mean to tell me that you got your Twitter back, your podcasting again after like a month and your car fixed itself all on the same day? <laughs> Karma, baby. <laughs> now, the only thing that is scary is that I'm waiting on blood results, like blood work results. And he's going to call me at five. But the day's been going well. So, and the only thing I'm worried about is he's going to tell me that I have like high cholesterol and diabetes. I went to a thyroid specialist. I'm hoping I have a thyroid problem so I can get on some meds and get whatever the fuck is happening fixed up in this bitch. I just don't want him to tell that I'm dying of everything else. So that's, you know, it's so stressful though. I'm it's sorry normal, you had to go through all that. It's, it's but. normal blood work fears. Yeah. I had like a moment. I was at, I, I all of a sudden started getting really bad chest pains, but not like the normal. Cause I have very bad OCD. So anytime I have any type of pain in my body, my brain goes to the craziest place that it could. And normally how it works is I will have a thought and then I will have a symptom. And that's how I kind of know, like, this is in my head and it's not real. But this time the symptom came first and I was in so much pain and I didn't know what was going on. And I, it was like nighttime. So I didn't go to the ER because how dramatic and how expensive and just no. But I also don't have like a primary like doctor right now because my pre- pediatrician changed insurance and he can't see me anymore because I'm 29. Oh he told God. me that he could see me until I had children. Well, I haven't had kids. So come on. But I guess he switched insurance. And if you're over 24, you can't see him. So RIP. I hate insurance. I'm going to miss you, sweetie. And uh, so d- didn't have a doctor. So I decided the next morning that the pain was bad enough to go to urgent care. So I went to urgent care. I was scared. I just didn't like, I don't like health stuff happening. Nobody does, but it's also like, I was just alone, you know, and I just, I expected them to do the EKG, tell me that I was fine and to go home, but they did the EKG and he was like, well, the good news is you're not having a heart attack. And I was like, that's incredible news. I love to hear that. And he said, but the bad news is, is that we're not sure that your heart is pumping enough blood from one side to the other. And I was like, well, that sounds like a problem. And he said, so we're going to do an echocardiogram, echocardiogram. I don't know which yes. word it is, but good job. Good job. Thanks. I'm a doctor. And uh, they were like, we need to call somebody in to do this. So it's going to be in a, like a few hours. And I was like, oh my God, now I got to wait. And I think I'm dying. So great. So they are like, come back at noon. Great. I come back at noon. She's 45 minutes late. So I'm just like sitting in the waiting room thinking that I'm dying. Also wearing a mask. Can't like breathe because I'm having a panic attack basically because of all of this. And he also said that my neck looked extremely swollen. So we wanted to do a scan of my neck as well. you have the swollen lymph node? I had a, a lymph node under my chin, the size of a golf ball, but I went to an ENT And he said, it's just your, it was just working. Cause like I burned my mouth really bad. And then I also went to the dentist the day, the next day, and then it blew up. So he was like, it was probably the dentist. It was probably like the burn in your mouth and it just blew up. But like, it's still, it's not still swollen, but it's just like still there. But I mean, I had an ENT look at it. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. But they didn't scan this. And the doctor at the, uh, urgent care, like he wasn't worried about it. He was just like, yeah, that's just like your, your lymph node. Like that's, that's it now. 
he's like, it's probably not going to go down. I'm like, God damn it. Well, it's kind of swollen now. Like, I don't like that. And the other doctor was not worried about it either. So no one's worried about that. So they did a scan of my neck and I have a cyst on my thyroid, I guess that's like two millimeters or something big or whatever. And they were like, don't worry about that. Not a problem. They scanned my heart and then, um, it was totally fine. She was like, she, and I was like sitting there like shaking and she was like, you're you're too young. Like you're going to be fine. It's totally fine. And then while she was doing the scan, I was like trying to take deep breaths because like I couldn't breathe. She's like, I need you to breathe normally. So then I'm like, she's like, okay, so now you're breathing too shallow. I just need you to, to breathe normally. And I was like, I don't know how anymore. What's normal. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And she, was they, they really like press on your chest to like get in there to really see it. Mm-hmm. And it also sounded like a sonogram and it sounded like I was pregnant and I didn't like that because it sounded yeah, nope. like when they do the, the heartbeat moment. And I was like, oh, well, at mm-hmm. least I'm not, mm-hmm. I have heart issues, but I'm not preg out. No, but so oh, yeah. heart came back fine, blah, blah, blah. The next day I woke up and I just didn't feel like I got enough answers. I was like, I need, I think to go to like a thyroid specialist, have everything looked at. So I found a very nice man. I went to him and I called the urgent care and I was like, can you send my scans over? And he's reading my scans and he looks at me and he goes, they didn't even mention any cyst. I was like, what? And he's like, look, and he's like dissecting what it is. And then he's like reading it to me. It's like, they literally didn't even put in here that you have a cyst. Oh God. And I was like, okay, so mm, great. And uh, he like asked me about all, cause I used to have a hyper hypothyroidism, hyperactive thyroid. I don't know. The one that makes you kind of fat that I've had that one in the past, took some medicine for it, felt great. And I'm feeling again, like I did when I used to have my thyroid problem. So that's what made oh, me be like, let me go to a thyroid specialist and my mental health and depression have been so bad. And I forgot that your thyroid fucks with that shit because it's hormonal. So if I'm correct, I have a thyroid problem and my medication, if I get it and whatever, it's literally going to change my life. And I'm going to feel so much better. If I I hope that I I hope you are. And it's good that you recognized um, those past things because not to throw scary statistics at you, but specifically in cases of any kind of like cardiological pain, um, Mm -hmm. the lungs, the heart, and mm-hmm. even in hormonal cases for women, yeah. women are 51% more likely to be misdiagnosed or yeah. mistreated by any kind of medical representative. Um, yeah. the fact that you were aware and like, you know, wow, well, the strength and I it's, am, well, thank you. But it's also really hard mm-hmm. for me because I multiple times a day will think I'm having a heart attack. Like literally it'll, I'm like, this is it, but I know that it's not real. So for me, it was like, is this a compulsion going into the doctor because I have a chest pain? And then two days later, I figured out what the chest pain was after it went away. I took a hit of weed that made me cough in a way where like sometimes like if I cough like too hard and like my lungs are like not ready for it, it feels like they like. Like it, it just, it's a painful cough in there. I just fucking like pulled a goddamn muscle. I think 
but at least you went because you found out about the cyst on your like honestly you know intrusive no, thoughts is, are a fucking cunt but this like, was a blessing because it got yes. me to go get blood work i honestly have not had blood work in like five years me overdosing and that was when i stopped taking my levothyroxine because that's what i was on for my thyroid when i overdosed I, for some reason, stopped taking every single medication and every prescription that I was ever on. I stopped all my asthma medication, stopped my thyroid, except for my birth control. That was back in 2015, uh, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say yes. I have no idea. The years go by. All I know is it's been six years. I just know that every year that it comes, it's another one. Um, But yeah, so I just stopped taking it and that uh, also my experience at the hospital was a little bit traumatic. Um, and so I just was like, I'm just not going to go to the doctor anymore. I go to the gyno every year. The gyno doesn't scare me at all. I love my gynecologist. She's like, I like gynos and I like getting checks for STDs. Those are my two places where I feel safe and fine all the time. And then I also, I don't really mind the dentist. I mind the dentist if I'm having a tooth pain, but getting cleanings clean me up. I do it. I love it. Oh, speaking of the dentist. Okay. But, um, I'm alive. I'm fine. We're waiting on blood results. Go Katie alive. They haven't called yet, which is usually a good sign. So yeah. Well, high I, hopes. I they were like, so call much. on I'm Monday so and I called and she was like, okay, he'll call you at 5 PM. And I was like, okay, well, okay. all right. I, and I said, text me immediately. <laughs> like waiting here anxiously. And then I'm thinking in my head, like, well, doctor, sir, if you have the results, just go ahead and give me a little ring-a-ding-ding. We don't need to wait till- Or, like, scan them on a PDF. Usually, I mean, doctors in New York, at least, will, like, scan things on PDFs, and then, like, they'll put it in, like, essentially a portal for patients. So you have access before your doctor calls you to help you understand what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it didn't seem like that type of office. In this office, they had a Victorian hand-washing basin against the wall. Oh. And there was also in the corner, like a miniature living room set. And the doctor was like old. He was like six, late sixties, early seventies. No, but I I don't even care if he was, I loved him because he did all my checks and stuff. And I was like, you want to do blood work, huh? He's like, I definitely want to do blood work. And I was like, and normally they send you to a lab. So it's like the daunting walk of holding the paper. And he goes, come and lay down here. I want to check something out. And I lay down and he like, he like touches my neck. And then uh, all of a sudden my arm is tied up. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm going to take your blood. I was like, oh my God, you're going to do it right now? He's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was like, okay. And then he did it above my, my thing. He did it up here. And I didn't feel a goddamn thing. Can you do that? Oh my I God, guess. Save my, I get so, I have anemia. I get so badly bruised. It goes on my legs too. My whole body, anywhere Jeez. there are profound veins. I get huge bruises. Anytime I get an IV or any kind of blood work, yeah. I usually pass out too. Just like, Dude, I, I, and that's the thing. I recently oh. have had vasovago where, I mean, I went to the dermatologist a couple of weeks ago. They did a thing. It was bleeding a lot more than normal. And I fucking well, fainted. Yeah, I, I went down. So I, I was convinced that I was going to faint, but I didn't. He told me 
terrible dad jokes while he took my blood. One of them being wildly inappropriate. And then the other one was not. And it was great. I had a great time and I loved him. And I told him that I would constantly be going back to him for any, I was like, this is a physical. Yeah. He was like, I mean, I was like, it's a physical. I'm not doing it again. (laughs) It's a physical. And he goes, okay, I'll test you for other stuff then with your blood. I'll test you for like stuff that they normally test you for. And it's I was like, so bless hard you. to find a specialist doctor who really goes out of their way to make the patient feel comfortable and like a fucking person in my yes. experience. I went to the doctors for, I've had a lot of concussions in my life. Whoops. Klutzy mm-hmm. um, quirky. And <laughs> I went in, it was my seventh recorded concussion. Um mm-hmm. And they told me on number seven, you need to go like for a full like neuro checkout. So I went to the doctor. I had a facial blindness essentially for about two weeks and like was forgetting a lot of stuff. And that appointment, thank God I went because I almost didn't go. That appointment's where they told me I had a mass in my brain. So it's like there will be, I think your body, I mean, like my Mm -hmm. body did not give me the concussion that happened uh, elsewhere. I fell, (laughs) literally fell down. Um, but like sometimes I think the body will send out signals of like things you're missing yeah. and it's like an intuitive moment. However, for people with things like OCD, anxiety, anything that can br- provide an intrusive thought, it's like 10 times harder to know when the right time is. And also going to the doctor in general mm-hmm. is like so scary. And in the world of pandemic, you're usually going alone now. Like yeah, a lot of also places a have like it. It's, it's so scary. Well, also, as so- an adult, I'm not about to ask any of my goddamn friends to go to a doctor's appointment with me. I'm going to put on my big girl pants and I'm going to go and we're going to work this out. But I'm like, ah, the I whole time I'm there. I've probably used to plan parenthood with me before. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Need, I get it. I need but <laughs> now the last couple of times I've been to the, I, I thought that I had, I had an interesting experience with a girl and my mouth felt really sore afterward a couple of months ago. And I went to urgent care because I was like, I do want to get like an STD test, just make sure everything's good. Um, I trusted her whatever, but it's still, you know, any partner you have, any new partner, always a good thing to get checked up. But my mouth hurt so bad. I like couldn't eat. I couldn't drink anything. I go to this doctor, they check out my mouth and they're like, you're fine. Like there's nothing that we see. And I was like, I feel like a lump up here though. And they're like, no, nah, it looks like a little bruised, but I think you're fine. Like, did you, and then I got the STD test and they were like, oh, like, <laughs> and, and as soon as I swear to God, the second I walk out of this urge, it was like a mile from my place. And there was like a Starbucks and the target on the way back to my uh, old apartment. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll run some errands. As soon as I step into target, I felt 100% fucking better. And I you was know, like, it is, I think for me too, like once I, once I had my appointment with the thyroid specialist, I felt a lot better just knowing that I was like going to get answers. So I definitely understand that. Like just knowing that like got checked out, like everything's, <gasps> yes. Okay. Stop the podcast. We've got another great thing that's happened. What's happened? Okay, so what's going on? Oh man, you guys, you guys, you guys, this podcast is chock full of information. <laughs> the other night, I babysat for my sister for the eight month old baby. First time I'm, why is my sound on? Literally shut up. So uh, I'm speechless right now. Okay, watch the eight month old, right? So 
and Ludo. Ludo is the, the, the dog. We love Ludo. He's the best dog, honestly, that I've ever met. Sorry to all the dogs I've ever had. Sorry to all the other dogs in the family. Ludo Ooh, is my fucking man. I love the name he, Ludo. He jumps up and he hugs me. If you cry, he gives you all of the kisses and he won't leave you alone. It, he is the best thing I've ever met. He's a fucking golden doodle. Oh, I fuck. love oh. him so much. So the only issue is that now he's not getting as much attention as the baby because like I'm all over this baby and he wants to be in my lap. So the whole time that I'm so it's 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 bedtime and it was stressful because you, you give him a bath, not the dog, the baby. And then I need to like change him, put his thing on. And he's fussy at bedtime because he's tired and he wants to go to sleep immediately. So once he's out of the bath, very fussed. And I first, like I put him down, I grabbed the PJs and I put his PJs on and I was like, something's missing. I was like, it's your diaper. I have put you basically to bed without a diaper. Let me, here we go. So I put the diaper on him, all of that. And during bath time, Ludo was being so annoying. So I put him out into the hallway. Now let's go back four hours to when I got there. Uh, went to the restroom to change my tampon. And took the tampon out and thought, what's, I don't want to flush this here. It's not my toilet. I don't know if it can handle it. Let me wrap this bad boy up. Now I don't normally wrap my tampons up. And I just kept thinking like, this is kind of like Everyone's plumbing is different. I know, I feel that. It was warm and it was bloody. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, all right. So I really wrapped her up good. (laughs) And I had the thought, wouldn't it be terrible if Ludo ate this tampon? So that was a thought that I had. And I went on with my day. The baby, he's asleep. We got him down. He was very upset that I was not mom while going to bed. But mom sings him. My sister sings him a song from West Side Story at night. So I found the song on my phone, played it. He was quiet. And I was like, this is the sweetest thing in the world. He was crying. I was crying while he was crying. Because I was like, I don't know how to help you. And you're like really (laughs) upset. And I don't want you to be upset because I love you so much. And you are, and he was so hot and he was sweating. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill this baby. But then West Side Story came on and he was totally fine. So (laughs) I get him to bed and I'm like, I'm going to go sit outside. It was a lovely night. Let me just take a moment. I sit outside. I have a moment. I go inside and I'm going to pee. And I go and Ludo likes to eat the tissues in the trash can downstairs. So the Uh tissues are everywhere. And I go find him and I was like, dude, you just fucking, and then it hit me. And I was like, did you eat the fucking tampon? So I go back to the trash can. I empty out every single thing in the trash can. I am going through every tissue possible. No trace, no trace of a tampon. So I'm looking on the floor and I see fucking blood. And I was like, you ate the tampon. So, and I was just so hoping for my sister to come back and me to be like, it was great. Hear your boys back. Have a good one. No, I, he ate my goddamn tampa, my eight hour marinated tampa. He thought, "Mm, what kind of sauce is on this tissue? Mm, And he ate it. He ate good soup. So I'm sobbing. It was a rough night. I'm sobbing. And I'm, I call Amy and I was like, Ludo ate a tampon. And she was like, no, go look in the trash. I was like, no, I did. I did three times. There's nothing in there. 
even the tissue was gone. The tissue that the because I'm like, there's no blood anywhere. It's not here. And I know I put it in there because I had the intrusive thought. And then I made it happen. I manifested <laughs> this motherfucker eating my tampon. And then I got the text during this podcast that he pooped it out. It's fine. Oh, Everything's the fine. Circle, the literal circle of fucking life. The, oh. My day has been great. <laughs> Can you imagine if you, okay, like if this were like a random couple you were babysitting for and then you just like didn't tell them that the dog ate the tampon, they're on a walk with their dog and this is just two people you hardly know outside of the professional niceties, right, of watching their kid and their dog yes. and the dog shits out a marinated tampon. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Oh my God. I Googled it and it said like, could be really bad because it can cause like intestinal blockage. Like it's a tampon. Yeah. And it like that that bitch soaks up. Like, well, I mean, it was already fully soaked. So I'm hoping that like, you know, I was and yesterday we were waiting all day for him to shit nothing. And then today he finally shit the tampon out. So, and that was a story I was going to tell later in the podcast, but then the news came in and I just absolutely had to share it. That is, I, I cat sat once and it was like a family home. I was like, I'll empty out the trash when they come back. It was like maybe a week long. This was actually when I was like a young teenager. I had just started my period, just gotten a little more regular. I actually, I have endometriosis. So I used to bleed really badly. I need okay. multiple tampons per day. So I was like, okay, I'll keep this door shut. And like, I'll, um, take out the trash like at the end of my trip here like I didn't know if their toilets could handle like plumbing wise like yeah yeah flushing so I um I was allowed to bring over my little sister and I think I think it was because I definitely wouldn't have forgotten who left the door open in their home and I came back one day to the two cats I was watching in the kitchen like playing with my tampon just like swatting it on the floor and like for some I don't know how long what from what day it was this thing still was like leaking <laughs> it was still wet like it was still wet and it was still fresh I scrubbed that kitchen floor I took out that trash and I vowed to never use their restroom again um I never heard another thing about it it's haunted me till this day this is the first time this is a this is an exclusive <laughs> I mean I animals in our blood am I right <laughs> I, at least they were just like playing with it yeah, you know? at least it wasn't digested. I would I wouldn't have even I was so I was like maybe 13. I would not have known how to like hi, I'll call them Miss Johnson. Hi, Miss Johnson. Um, so I'm afraid that your kitty cat might have might have taken a, a liking to my inner goods. <laughs> to that cotton mouse. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, it would look like a toy mouse. <laughs> the cat and the cotton mouse (laughs) that's that would be a great like teenage children's books for like periods to like show like your preteen kid they'd probably be like ill mom but like i think it'd be good (laughs) oh my god i want to read that oh man oh i'm texting my sister back fuck yeah Oh man, and now I need to text you uh the cat and the cotton mouse so I can remember the title of this podcast. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we've really covered a lot already, but I still have a little more to share. 
Um, well, and you inspired me. Your you posted on your close friends recently that you had the, like the best sex that you've ever had. So tell me about it, and I want to know everything if you're willing to share. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I um for for kind of background, I am an OnlyFans content creator. Okay, I have a lot and a lot of props that I use. However, I, I'm very into bondage. I think I talked about that last pod. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I practice though in my personal life as much as it's like fun, but it's something I very much want to like get into. However, in my, I haven't done anything in my personal sex life, um, bondage oriented or kink oriented even in like really years. Um, mm-hmm. And I only ever do it or recommend doing it with someone that you super much trust. I have, you know, some trauma from my past. So I like to kind of know, I think I cut out for a second, kind of know like what I'm getting into. I like to have multiple discussions, make sure there's consent Mm -hmm. on all sides. Um, So I have all this stuff at my house and a lot of it is like stuff that I could not potentially transport to my partner's place. I spend pretty much every weekend at my partner's apartment. My last apartment wasn't in a great area. I just moved. So I would spend all my weekends here and we'd never really... I have to interrupt. I'm, Thank God you moved because your fire alarm was going to <gasps> put me to my grave. My new fire alarm has an off button. I can just turn it off and Incredible. it's nice. It It's soft spoken. It's like fire. And I'm yeah. like, thanks girl. And I hit that switch because like, I cook a lot of uh, bacon. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my, my boyfriend wouldn't really, I, I wouldn't have him over um, mainly because we were always here. He lives in a way nicer area. His apartment's a lot bigger and nicer um, than my old one. I just moved. So it was like our first uh, sleepover really ever like on my turf. Yeah. And part of this, I was like, I knew he was like a little intimidated by my taste. It's always been like a thing I have to talk to partners about. I'm like, that's not something I want all the time. That was just like spicy, you know, yeah. like a little spice. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I feel, I don't know if you've experienced this. I feel more confident sexually on my own. Turf. Like okay. if I, if I know the land, I have a smart bidet, um, in my new apartment and I, I cannot express the joys of this thing more. I, you, I think we've talked about this too. I'm not yeah. really an anal girl typically. Um, this smart today has kind of gotten some gears in my brain. (laughs) Squirting you in all the right places. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know if it was, I I hadn't drank too much or anything, but we had gone out prior and then we watched Twilight. We were like halfway through and I was like, want to go upstairs. I don't know if it was Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart and thinking about his cold, hard vampire cack, but like, (laughs) I felt riled up. So I immediately like get naked. We're like, you know, fucking and like, it's like really nice and everything. And I'm like, oh wait, like I have this cushion I got from Adam and Eve that's like made for like perfect doggy. So we're like using that. And then I'm like, can we whip out my leg spreader bar? And I was just like already like, what's a leg spreader bar? I'm glad you asked a leg spreader bar. <laughs> so essentially it's like a hard piece of metal. Mine's coated with like leather and cloth. So it's very soft. It's like not uncomfortable, but it's not pliable. So it holds your legs about yay far apart. Okay. And there are two um, wrist restraints as well. So you're restrained and basically like, so I use it. My favorite way to use it. <laughs> I'm going to show you on here. I put my legs behind my head and my wrist tied up and then okay. I pull the whole thing behind my head. So it's just like, open season baby we hunt and <laughs> oh any hole so, <laughs> well yes so actually 
great, great uh, switcher. So we're doing this. And as he's like going in and out, he starts kind of hitting my asshole. And yeah. like, I'm not, I've said this to you before. I'm not an anal crawl. Like that's just not right. for me. The last couple of times I've done anal um, were with two previous partners. And it really only happened like twice um, in my life, aside from a really traumatic incident I'm not going to get into, but both times were bloody, no lube and uh, awful and okay. traumatized me further. I was like, I don't like anal. Right. I don't like the after effects wasn't into it. In this moment, for some reason, I'm feeling a little crazy. I'm already dumb horny. I came twice prior, like good to me. Um, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to fuck me in the ass? Homeboy <laughs> starts going, like I not even going. I don't know if I felt like control even while kind of like being restrained and in yeah. like that position. I think that is like my peak moment sexually is like where you can have the control, but also like give up a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, so I run and grab some lube. I like take the restraints off and like we go for it. And it was perfectly slow enough in the beginning and then crazy enough by the end to where I honestly, I think that was like definitely in my top three best sex of my life moments. Like I, I just I think love I like it more than him. He's been wanting to do it for so long and, you know, like had to reward him. He's so good to me. Um, <laughs> but I dead ass liked it more than him. <laughs> So I surprised. just love that Twilight led to anal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, you definitely got horned up like watching Twilight. I was like, did I? Get up! <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Bitch is so wet watching these vampires. She's got to get plowed in the ass. And I respect yeah, you for I it mean, so much. Shit. Now we're watching New Moon next and like I got another moon like ready. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think that this was one of those times where like your body was asking for it so it was great and you'll do it again or do you think it was just the one time and you're good now? I was expecting listen like I cannot I've never like I said I've never liked it we've actually had like private conversations off pods about like my detestment for anal I'm cool with a butt plug occasionally I've never really liked it I have been training um for like a year or so and I started recently putting like my magic wand on the butt plug and that actually got me a lot more comfortable with like kind of the feeling of like motion and also in a way that like I know my body responds well to which is vibration Mm -hmm. and I think like experimenting with that on my own free time where I was in a controlled environment and felt safe mentally yeah helped me kind of mentally explore like what it would be like and in that moment I was like oh this would be really hot and then I loved it like it felt amazing yeah um, I also so think I it's one of those I think I'd do it again yeah I also think it's one of those things where like because <clears throat> it's like forbidden like it's like the forbidden hole or like whatever <laughs> or because it's like we're not supposed to be doing this it like makes it hotter or like that they've wanted it for so long and you're in your doing it that they like right. love it so much that it makes it even yeah. hotter. So that part I understand, but I also feel like either I need to really gape that motherfucker or their dicks have got to be smaller because the dicks that I had in my butt were too big <laughs> and it just is not it. I could like could not walk <laughs> without without disclosing too much about my partner. Um I'm just going to give you a hand signal. Yes. <laughs> Somehow I made it work. I have, um, I always like, I use water-based lube when I do stuff to myself um, anally and like that circumstance. I think in the past I had used silicone-based lube and it was like, I think it would dry up quicker. Yeah. Water-based made me feel more comfortable. Um, but it was also, I think 
because of how like horny I was also what you said like the leading up to it was great mm-hmm. we had a very like slow build um yeah and like even into like the anal like when we were like first getting it in like I had control over like what was happening and like was being vocal and I think all of that like consent is sexy like yeah so like kind of that active um discussion like in the yeah. midst of it like mm-hmm. was even hotter we could say how it was feeling like how I was feeling and it made it like zestier in a way like mm-hmm. some dirty talk but also yeah. like we're safe we care about each other we're gonna make each other feel good so like I've never liked it before like I said I think it might have been because this is the first partner to make me feel safe and comfortable during it and to genuinely care about my pleasure and like wanting not to hurt me like, mm-hmm. that I, it yeah. made it so much hotter it was like loving but also like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. I think that probably for him too like that is wonderful because guys always want anal and I think oh, girls will been, like yeah will give it up like for a birthday or for an anniversary because it's like okay like you know we have to do this but then like for him to know that you enjoyed it so much and that like he enjoyed it it's perfect Exactly. I didn't want to be complacent to any kind of like schedule um, or anything. Mm-hmm. And he knew that we've had a lot of talks about it. We've also yeah. like made other attempts towards it in the past. And I was like, I'm not ready. Like yeah. it doesn't feel great for me. And he totally respected that. And he didn't initiate it like at all. It just happened to be like in the vicinity. And I was like, oh, yeah. hello, new friend. Oh, like, okay. okay. You can enter. You may enter. <laughs> <laughs> See that. And I think that's also the difference in like, the sex that I've been having where it's like with people that I don't know, whereas you guys have been in a relationship for a while. So you guys really have your groove so that, you know, like really what works because, Oh my God. So, and still being able to implement new things. You told me (laughs) that it's been, you said weird first and then use the word bad. And oh God. I'm thinking okay, these so, two things combined, raggy. What you getting into? So we all remember the guy that I had sex with who stuck his thumb in my ass and he loved my hot queefs. Um, so that happened, and I was I didn't have sex for a very long time because I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I hot talked queefs. a little bit ago. I he loved it. He he I I I got some air in there and then I went down on my knees to like do the whole come on me thing. And Mm -hmm. my vagina was like, and I was looking (gasps) him dead in the eye when it happened. And he goes, Oh fuck. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. (laughs) It took everything in me not to laugh. I was like, Oh my God. He's turned on by my queefs. He is turned on by my hot vaginal parts. More more guys like queefs than we know of. I I have no idea. And I have stands on my OS. I have no queef. Um, shame. Like you yeah, just no. like you know there was some like it so now it's like and I'll say like let me just and then we're good you know <laughs> like it's just a little you I know we this. get her out. Next time I'm creepy, <laughs> I'm putting my hand in the air and going. <laughs> it's like when the singer's going like ah, but I'm uh, just like you know Mariah moment <laughs> for my vagina. <laughs> So, Mariah, it kind of rhymes. It kind of does rhyme. Hey, <laughs> nice so, uh, a few podcasts ago, I was talking about a guy that I met and I call him hot Harry Potter because he had glasses. He was like this hot Harry Potter and he was going to come over that night, but then he didn't hit me up until like 3am and I was already in the bath and absolutely not interested anymore. 
So he kept he saying, said, like, we should hang out, blah, 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 blah. But I knew that he was only interested in having sex. He told me, I don't want a relationship. If you just want to have sex, like, I'm totally down. And I'm not really in the mood for that right now. So I never really hit him up. And then he hit me up, like, one random Friday and was like, do you want to, like, hang out tomorrow night? And I said, yeah, maybe I'll hit you up tomorrow. So I hit him up on Saturday and he was like, yeah, like, let's go, you know, get a couple drinks tonight. Like, let's hang out, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, like what time this and that. And then I said, but we go before I go any further, like you don't want anything, right? Like you're not even open to it. Cause it's like, I don't need these men to want to date me immediately. I just need there to be some sort of openness to maybe if we like each other, but a lot of them are just not open. They just don't want it. And I mean, he was 25. So I get it. It's fine. So uh, he says, no, I'm not. I mean, like, I'm not, I don't detest the idea, but I'm just like not in a place where I want a relationship. And I said, listen, I respect that, but I just don't think that we should hang out. So let me have a sip of water because I sound like a pterodactyl. Got you. Water bright. So um, it's later that night and I'm bored. (laughs) I'm bored. And I texted him and I said, I'm so bored. I might invite you over. (laughs) I mean, let it be known. Like, amen. And he goes, and I would come. I would come over if you were so bored. I was like, all right, come over. I'm bored. And he said, okay. So I get ready. And it is a mess here. I said, I'm not cleaning up a thing. I just like was like, I don't care. If you want to come over, you can come over. If you don't, whatever. So he comes over. It's awkward for some reason. Like, it's awkward. Uh, and I don't know why. And we like sit down on the couch and we're having convo and it's just, you know, it's, it's whatever it's boring. It's this and that. And he was like, do you want to watch anything? And I was like, I don't know if you want to, like, do you want to drink? And he apparently does not like champagne, but we drank a lot of it and we drank like a bottle of champagne. And then he was like, do you have any more? And I was like, yeah, I had like three mini bottles of champagne We also went through all of those. So we were a little toasty. We started making out and he had like freshly shaven, but it was growing back enough to where it was absolutely like scratching my face, but I didn't realize it at the time, but I got terrible beard burn. Like I'm talking like I had a scab on my chin the next day. It was crazy. It was so crazy. But anyway, so we're making out my top comes off and we're like joking around and whatever. And I said, so I've got a sex podcast. What if we recorded just a little segment where I'm asking you how you make girls come and whatnot? And he was like, okay. So I'm asking him about it. And as I'm asking him about it, I realized like he doesn't know anything about this because he was saying like, he was saying to use these fingers and that these ones are the best. And he said, "What?" he said, but also keep in mind that I don't know what I'm talking about. And everything that I've learned is from YouTube and Pornhub. And I really wanted to be like, what kind of YouTube videos are telling you how to make girls? <laughs> so we, it's a terrible recording, right? We record it. It's done. And I was like, I'll probably put it in my episode tomorrow. And this was weeks ago. And I said, I'll probably put it in my episode tomorrow. And he says, you know what? I don't know that I'm comfortable with it anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Why? Like no big deal. And he was like, well, in five years, I'm going to be really famous. And no, I just can't have this getting back to me. 
And I laughed and I said, so you think that in five years when you're really famous, people are going to connect your voice to this anonymous podcast? Like also, there's not I even mean, names on it. <laughs> like, what do you he's mean? Worried, he's worried that if he gets rich and famous, people are going to figure out that he doesn't know how to work plus. <laughs> so <laughs> we have, we have those moments and then we start making out again. He's like, can I eat you out? I was like, yeah. So, oh, he also said many times when we were hanging out that he couldn't wait to have sex with me so that I could teach him how it's done. I didn't realize that I was 45 was years a tutoring old session? and so experienced and set. He was treating me like I was like a cougar. Did like he, he uh, pay you for this he, knowledge? He was like, I just, I've never had sex with somebody so old before. Oh, like I would have like I would have pulled a Will Smith immediately. It's like I'm 29. I'm not 80. What's the prob? 29 so, isn't old. It's Who not. Is this guy. Who so, is this fudgehead? He's eating me out. I think he made me come. I was kind of so drunk that it was one of those where like you could feel your vagina, but you can't really feel your vagina kind yep. of a moment. <laughs> but I want to say that it happened. I want to say it did. So uh, then I was like, fuck me. And he was like, I can't. And I was like, why? He's like, my dick's not hard. And I was like, all right, no problem. Uh, Do you want another drink? Like, what do you want to do? And he was like, why don't you blow me? And I was thinking in my head, like, ah, nothing I love more than a flaccid cock in my mouth. Okay. (laughs) Wet pasta. Yeah. Love this limp noodle in here. Let's get it. Buttered noodles. So I'm like giving him my best. It's kind of getting harder, but not really. I, you know, and full fledged, not full fledged. We got it enough. And so we, you know, we were doing the deed. But it was doing, it was so not fully hard that he was having to hold it to really make sure that it was staying in, which for me, it was kind of like, we just don't even need to do this. <laughs> like, we literally don't even have to keep doing this. Like, we can just stop and hang out in my head, you know? But then I'm thinking, like, I don't want to hurt this man's ego. Like, you know, he just talked such a big game the entire night. I think night, he deserves then, to like, be hurt in now, this situation. You know? So we're kind of doing it. And then all of a sudden, he takes his dry middle finger, he sticks it up my ass, full force, no warning. Did you scream? I would have screamed. I said, yep, yep, that's the sound, that's the sound. I said, vacate all holes immediately. And he said, what? And I said, get out of me. And he gets out and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, who gave you permission to enter my ass? You must ask. And he was like, for ass, it's literally in the name. It's just so easy. And he said, oh, well, you talked earlier about how much you love anal play. I was like, I absolutely do. But, but you we're, didn't consent. Like you didn't ask me about it, and your finger is as dry as dry bones in Mario Kart. What are you talking about? And also keep in mind a little tidbit I left out. I had to tell him to come 15 minutes later because mama couldn't get off the shitter. My asshole was not ready for anything to be inside of it. So He's like, I am so sorry. You are so right. Um, you know, he's like, 
I can't believe I did this. Really sorry. Oh, also, while I was trying to get him hard, he asked me if I wanted, if I wanted him to go to the bathroom to watch some porn and get hard. <laughs> I. So to recap, beard burn, finger in my ass, dick not hard. What? So Ages? it gets worse. It gets worse. Ages. What? No. No. It <laughs> he doesn't goes get- to the bathroom. And he like washes his hands, whatever. We say our goodbye. I'm like, I'm tired by like, I need to go tend to my asshole at this point. So I go to the bathroom and I pee and I wipe. There was a shit. (laughs) There was shit when I wiped. I didn't poop. So when he went to the bathroom to wash his (laughs) <laughs> but that but that's his own fault i don't care Absolutely. i don't care at all no, like, it was just like also- really <laughs> last time this guy is like oh fuck yeah to my queefs and he sticks his thumb in my butt and he was like really getting me all around the bed and then this guy comes over treats me like the granny he's always wanted to fuck and then he sticks his middle finger i'm not a kebab Stop <laughs> trying to make it happen. Uh, oh, man. You just so. say you're not a kebab. They're <laughs> <laughs> all trying to skewer me. And I don't want it. So listen, to anybody that is putting anything in anybody's butt, even if I am an anal queen and it's my favorite thing and we have talked about it, uh, about how much I love anal for two hours, unless that person says, Put it in my butt or you ask them and they say, yes, don't put it in their butt. Don't make any assumptions. Especially <laughs> not it, full force. And as a surprise, no, like the chocolate surprise. If you do that, I, I've screamed I, I, that Yelp you did before. I, I giggled because it's such a familiar scream that I think the, I, so everyone with an asshole at some point experiences, like we feel mm-hmm. it and then it's there and your body, you don't even know you're screaming. Your body just reacts. It's like a yeah. cat getting stepped on. Well, there was another time where I was having full blown sex and it was great sex and things were super slippery and all this stuff and he accidentally put his dick in my ass and i guess had no idea and same noise because <laughs> i was like what no and i mean like that in that case like it really just accidentally happened like we yeah. you know whatever but when with the intention and with the middle finger the middle finger the fingers the that these people have been choosing to put inside me the other guy put his thumb in me i don't ever need a thumb in my yeah, ass thumb, it's a weird finger to put in it's there like strange i've i've heard talk of it and i don't i'm not interested to be honest it's thumb you know, in that shit i'm not a maybe, bowling ball but also, he starts out the night right by going on. Telling me to go with these two fingers, which the, is the middle and the ring finger. What? And he was doing it when he was fingering me, and I was like, I don't need two fingers. Can we just do one? Like, I, it's I think just it's like just they a don't. Lot more easier for coordination if you're like yeah, working like, like pointer, I, don't, moving I don't need to do to do everyone like, I, the, I other, the other thing this. to account for is that everyone likes different things. Like there right. are some things I think generally that are better than others like yeah maybe don't put your entire finger or middle finger finger 
Fingle. Up the fingle. Fingle. Don't put your fingle up a bottle. <laughs> Jail me. No, no. Put it on a sign. Put it on a shirt. Oh it sounds like a Pokemon that got rejected. <laughs> fingle a bottle. <laughs> so yeah, I'm never having sex again. That is a truck. Okay, so here's my thing. Like, basically, okay, casual sex I don't frown upon because I was a participant, you know, yeah. before getting into this relationship, before getting into every relationship. But what is in, in the water? Every- I'm a is it because they're 25? <sighs> yes. But- um, the way that he kind of treated you as a commodity online shows up to your home, then proclaims, like, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but here's my technique. And it's like from Pornhub and he- I'm sorry, YouTube? What are you watching on YouTube where they're telling you how to come? It's like the grapefruit technique, but like for men, and they're just like, boing, boing, boing. Like, what is that? Yeah. Who's running this YouTube and how do we shut it down? (laughs) Because like, okay, hot Harry Potter, I'm putting hot in quotation marks now. We're going to call him uh, Harry Potter uses a kebab stick as a wand. Um, (laughs) A lot of kadabra to my asshole. we've never spoken again we never will i I mean yeah i think that's something you take he's either gonna like think about that and it'll humble him for the rest of his life do you think like old and he's gonna be like 29 isn't old and i am stupid like i want to know what he was thinking on the drive home like for him like his dick didn't work he got shit on his middle finger Hey, he chose the he chose the longest finger, like, and the wrongest time. It didn't so matter how much you entered him. there; it was not a safe zone. It, it was not safe. a safe zone. Okay. Oh, he he probably was thinking like that could have been so great. I I just I, and I fumbled. Oh no, he did text me and he said I'm at Taco Bell, and I thought he went to Taco Bell after. Oh, he was into it, baby. He was he was like, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> He's gotta kebab himself afterward. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. It was nuts. It was it was it was truly wild. Um, and yeah, I wasn't gonna tell it because I was like, it's not believable that two men back to back put their fucking fingers in my asshole with no warning and i'm so sick of being like the girl who has a sex podcast that you can't wait to have sex with like i'm not this like sexy sex robot that is gonna teach you how to sex is a human quality and it's not your fucking job yeah like if it were you'd get paid as a sex like you should honestly i think you should have gotten paid like even if like you were thrown around by got mr thumb thumble before that like I think you should be getting paid if you're going to give any knowledge or expertise. Also, the podcast is free. Like, they need to catch the fuck up. (laughs) They can literally listen. (laughs) Even though one time, this guy that I was sleeping with, he listened to my podcast and he was like, I can't listen to that. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not really for you to listen to while you're currently sleeping with me. He goes, I just heard you talk about having the best sex of your life and it wasn't with me. And I was like, yeah, I know. Oh, 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 wait, this got funnier because, wait. <laughs> wait, I'm just gonna. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. Whoops. 
where your feelings hurt. See, sorry. But yeah. Oh, and another exciting life event that's happening is I'm getting Invisalign. Sick. Wait, let me see your teeth. It's not about like them. They're fine. It's this. Oh, wow. Okay. So I have a crazy crossbite and they want to do the whole like break the jaw, wire her shut. But I told them that they could go die. Um, and yeah. that I'm never, I'm simply not and never. And they said, okay, well, if we're not going to move your jaw, we should move your teeth so that they don't all crack. And I was like, okay, we could, we could do that. That can happen. I guess we could. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, and they fit me for it. And I also know they, so she's showing me the scan of what my mouth looks like and what it's going to look like. And what I took away from it was I said, so what you're telling me is I have a rat mouth. Because the way that these come I love forward, you side of the camera. Oh, wait. Okay. Show me. The way that they come forward and then they're like square up top, it comes forward like a triangle. And on the skin, I look like a rat. And I was like, so you're telling me I got rat mouth. And she goes, there are some rodent features. <gasps> what we're going to do is... <laughs> She goes, we're going to move them all out and it's going to be in a perfect, like, see how, like, it's just going to be all like, I can't even describe it, but it's going to look completely different. And thank God. California teeth is what I call them. I mean, <clears throat> like, thank God. Yeah. I, I, I know now. Cause I, li- I'm just like, just my little rat mouth out here. Just, just doing whatever. I was told my entire life by every dentist I ever had that I had naturally perfect teeth. So I never got braces or anything. When I was 16, I had, well, like, Prior to that, I had a couple of jaw surgeries. I was in a really bad car accident, dislocated my jaw 99% on one side and 95% on the other. And it was like that for two years before I got my most intensive surgery, correcting most of it. I still have problems, but I went to an orthodontist after to like see if I needed to get anything else checked out. And this this doctor humbled me so quickly. He opens my mouth and looks at my teeth and was like, I'm sorry, who told you to never get braces? Yeah. He's like, you have, I think it's like an overbite. Like my te- he's like, your teeth don't even line up. My right middle tooth comes in the middle. Yeah. Of like my, yeah. And I don't think it's like too, too bad. Like I didn't even realize you had cross smiles. So I, I'm happy for well, your Invisalign journey. And that'll be ha- like, that'll be gone. Cause I can stick my tongue all the way through here. So I won't be able to do that anymore. So I'm very excited. And he, she said that it'll only be like six months. Like that's not even like that long at all. She's like four, six months maybe. So, but they have to put cement on a few of the teeth. And one of the ones that I have to have it on is my fucking front tooth. So is it like white cement? Does it blend? Yeah, but I smoke. So that shit is going to turn yellow as fuck. Oh, you know what you should do? Get dental dams when you smoke. (laughs) I've never seen the actual use for them. I've never known like how they work, but I'm sure that'd be an yeah. excellent way I know Isn't that like I a can't <laughs> I can't wear them while I smoke I don't think because it oh, like changes take them out the color okay. of them right but you can only have them out for two hours a day like collectively so like breakfast lunch Time and dinner smoke sessions oh and yeah food. Oh, but what boy. I'm thinking is that like because you change the you change them weekly so I'm mm. thinking like those last few days we're just gonna, we're just gonna smoke and make them yellow. I don't, I really don't care at that point. Cause I'm going to yeah. change to a new tray. So as long as I'm not melting like chemicals in my mouth with the smoke and dying of something from like the retainers, I think it's going to be fine. But yeah, I get those not this week, but the following week. 
So straight teeth, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's getting her health in order. She's getting her teeth in order. This is my car adult. in order. This is some big girl shit. Good We're doing you. it. We are doing it all. <laughs> and my car fixed itself. <clears throat> I just don't understand how that happened. You're just everything. Everything's kind of coming. It's all coming together. Until but. he calls me later and he's like, you got diabetes. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. High cholesterol, fine. We'll take a little pill for that. Whatever. I just don't want the beatus. But I don't really. I, still, I mean, what is what is? I don't. Uh, you don't have to tell me. I don't know what cholesterol is. I, so you know, cholesterol are like the the lipids that are in your blood. And oh, when they get like thick, right? Like and they like block he, arteries. Exactly. Yeah. And I've had okay. high cholesterol in the past and I eat like a garbage can. So if he were to tell me that my cholesterol is high, I would not be that shocked. Um, but I just don't want to have to deal with diabetes. But anytime I get my blood drawn, I'm convinced he's going to tell me that I have AIDS, that I've got like all the things, you know, I'm just like, well, that's it. This is it. I'm dying. And I yeah, <laughs> I've been living for five years and haven't gotten any blood work. I'm sure I'm fine. <laughs> Really, I haven't been um, about as much as I've been with my partner for like over a year now. And still, every time I go into the clinic and my little STD test, I'm like, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm dying today. And the crazy thing is like, they don't tell you that like most of them are absolutely curable or manageable. Like in high school, they really scare you that it's the end and your vagina is going to fall off. But like, it's not. Yep. And like for men, even easier usually. Yeah, like a little bit bitches. of a little bit of chlamydia, a little bit of this, and now you take a pill, you're good. A little uncomfortable, whatever. You know, it's it's over and it's done. You know. Oh. Well, I think we've talked for like over an hour, so I should probably wrap her up. Yeah, my phone is, I think, going to die. It said ten percent uh, a couple minutes ago, and I was like, we're just running <laughs> against the. Clock. Really All right. Like well, on the edge. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on. Where can everybody find you if they want to follow you? Guys, if you want to check me out, my Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter are Kenavita, K-E-N-N-A-V-I-T-A. And my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash X. I am a very spicy gal. Come check me out. <laughs> absolutely do. Her, she's literally the most beautiful person you've ever seen. So you absolutely have to go and look at her. And I'm right looking at you, Katie. Now. I, I can't. I can't. When we, I when love we how beautiful we think I each am. other are. You know what I mean? We're just like, the, the admiration. <laughs> when we meet in person... Are we going to kiss? <laughs> I'm just going to embrace for 20 minutes and know, your boyfriend's going to be like, crying. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll Should come I back. you here? <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Thank you. We're broken up. <laughs> um, if you want to find me, you can follow me everywhere at Little Baby Kate. Even Twitter now, I've got her back and I'm so excited. I've also Ooh. got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Little Baby Kate. And thanks so much for coming on. I feel like I talked the entire time. I'm so sorry. I just had a lot no, of news to get out there. No, oh my God. It's been a busy, it's been a busy month, busy year already. Gee, can you believe it's like almost April? I'm going to no. cry. Like it's summer. I'm, like, okay. I'm going to shit my pants, honestly. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready either, but whether we're ready or not, here it comes, I guess. <laughs> but we're getting our lives together in the process. We're, we are. we're making moves. Um, we are. We're trying our best. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching Twilight and getting inspired to do anal, and I'm getting thumbs and fingers up my ass that I never asked for. So we we're are killing kebab, it. baby. <laughs> <laughs> getting kebobbed. All right. Thanks Sheesh. for coming on. I love you so much. <laughs> You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out be the best person you can be and suck as much dick as you possibly can. <laughs> Love you so much. Ciao. <laughs>